Welcome to episode 28 of Movie Day. My name is Stacy, And I'm David. And you're listening to the one and only Movie Day podcast. Back from a little hiatus. How have you been, David? Just a little short break. <laughs> Nothing too crazy. <laughs> Nothing um, too crazy. I'm doing good. How about you, Stacey? What you been up to? I've been doing the same old, same old. I've been working oh out, God, right now. <laughs> <laughs> watching movies, cooking food, repeat, go to the grocery store, the same shit, smoking a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about are you partaking in any uh liquor? Any Um yeah, I've been that? Yeah, <gasps> I got kind of drunk the other night talking to Jake on FaceTime actually and I had a Did such a really? bad hangover. <laughs> that is hilarious. I yeah. have not taken the time to, you know, my dosage of drinks, but you need to treat you yourself. Know. <laughs> Might in the future, you never know. We'll see. <laughs> have you been um, but- token <laughs> maybe like a hit or two <laughs> what does Cher say in that clueless she's like um she's like it's one thing to spark up at parties but it's a far other thing wait no it's a it, it's one thing to get laced at parties but it's <laughs> what the fuck does she say Stupid no she says something Cher. like that it's yeah. like it's but it's a whole different it's thing. It's one thing to spark up in a party, but it's a whole other thing if you're like baked all day. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, this is who <laughs> calling calling me out, Cher Horowitz. I'm like, who is she talking to? Not me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so yeah. funny. Um, but yeah, you know, we're it seem it seems like we may be coming closer to the end of this quarantine. I'm thinking maybe no more than another month, but we'll see. We'll see Isn't it like funny to like go back on the old episodes and like hear us talking about quarantine? We're like, yeah, it's gonna be, it's not gonna be too bad. And then like it's all of a sudden it gets real. Oh my god, dude! I know it's so. I'm so used to it now, though. Like I feel like it's gonna be weird going back to work. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I'm kind of like ready to get things moving. I think that you know we kind of need to. Well, somebody needs to, you know. Yeah, but I'm also like just, everybody I've, just needs to like what I've gotten so used to this, I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I mean, it. this was like a good time to like kind of like you know center yourself and just you know get in touch with all the things that life has not allowed you to do just because of like work and social life and stuff like that. You've really got to you know get in touch with yourself, and I've appreciated that time. <laughs> Me too. I'm gonna miss it when it's gone. But, I will too, but I also am ready to, you know, get back to the swing no, of things. for sure, for sure. Make some money. Yeah, right. <laughs> so what um, have you been, like, watching to keep yourself entertained in these trying times? Um, well, honestly, my housewives have kind of kept me sane. This, <laughs> like, and just seeing them act the fool, like, I just love it so much. Um, remember what I told you about all the Beverly Hills drama? Yes. With Denise Richards. Ah, I yeah. it. With Denise Richards. <laughs> yeah, and the girl that she like fought. Brady Glendale. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, um, the season premiere was like a couple of, like, I think a week or two ago. Um, and the last two minutes of it, they kind of did like a preview of the season, and it looks insane. Really? Yes. Denise is like crying, and she's like, I'm a very married woman. And I love my, my husband. 
<laughs> and it's just like drama. I'm like, wow, like, what can you say to that? <laughs> Could you imagine having to sit there with like your friends? And I say like friends with like air quotes around them because they're they're all like, frenemies. They're paid friends. Yeah, they're paid frenemies. Yeah. I don't know, like I, I, there's a couple of like genuine friendships on those shows, but really it's just it's kind of like Survivor where like It seems like the most fun thing to do with your life though. <laughs> it's insane. This, <laughs> these past couple of seasons have been wild. Potomac um they just put the newest season out on Hulu, so I've been catching up on that. And there was like this fourth season was just insane. This fifth season that's about to come out is even crazier. It's kind of, it's kind of the buildup of everything from season four. Like season four, like there was this girl um whose husband he kind of he might have grabbed a cameraman's ass or like what? once or twice. Yeah. And he's always had like rumors about him, like gay rumors and like you know, grabbing ass rumors, shit like that. And, like, it came out this past season that, like, somebody, like, filed a police report. Like, there was, like, all this craziness surrounding it. Um, but, like, from, like, that whole fight, one of the other girls is, like, causing all this hell about it. And one of the other girls is, like, defending the girl and her husband. And they end up in, like, a fist fight because of that. And it's all because of, like, them fighting from, like, season. So I'm really oh interested. Oh, my God. To see grabbing ass. But it got pushed back. It got pushed back a couple of weeks until i think may 3rd wait no it was originally supposed to premiere may 3rd now it's going to premiere like probably like july or something which pisses me off yeah because of corona yeah everything's being pushed back comics aren't being produced right now like comics haven't been produced for the past month which is weird because like they can be sent out digitally but i guess you know they don't want to fuck up their like print market or whatever they have going on so crazy shit (laughs) Damn. Yeah. I'm pissed. I hate it. I hate it. I'm like about to smash something. Um, <laughs> but what about you? I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like, I've also been reading a lot. Oh, good. That's awesome. Cause I have not I, been. You haven't? <laughs> I don't know. I like read two books like during two books. Know, quarantine. Okay, so the first one was by Stephen King. It was called Ooh. On Writing. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like his memoir, like basically about his life. And it's really good. Like it just shows his like very like poor upbringing. Like he had like very like white trash, like life growing up and like seeing like how he put that into his works. Like later on is crazy. Like, um, but that was really good. I enjoyed that one. And I also, I read this other book, um, by one of the real housewives. Mm -hmm. It's called what remains. Um, the author is Carol Radzwell. She um, she was married to Anthony Radzwell, who was like a prince. The fuck? <laughs> yeah, his family was like from someplace in Europe. I forgot where. Like, excuse my ignorance. Um, <laughs> but he was cut. His cousin was JFK Jr. Oh, okay. Okay. And so they were best friends growing up, like the best, like everything. And like her book basically talks about the summer of 1999 when her husband died of cancer and her best friends died in that plane crash because she became best friends with JFK's wife, Carolyn Bissett. Uh-huh. And for those that, I mean, I feel like everybody knows, but those that don't know, like tragically in like 1999, JFK Jr. and Carolyn Bassett's like private jet like went down like in Martha's Vineyard. Um, 
with her sister. I think it was them and her sister and like the pilot and they all died in this plane crash. <sighs> um, but this, her book basically, it lays out like her upbringing and then it, like, it leads into like the summers that she had with them. And it's just, oh, it's heartbreaking. When I tell you, like I was full on like sobbing in my car reading this, like it was a mess. <laughs> but it was so good. Like I, like I highly, it sounds ridiculous that I'm over here like talking about like this real housewife who like brought me to tears but like she was an author before she was a real housewife like she put this book out there like years ago and like, she's like just a good reading arthur, it, you or, can just, arthur you can kind of hear her voice it's just yeah it's a lot it was a lot going on so i read those two books and i really enjoyed both of them damn dude you're like inspiring me i need to pick up a damn book i need to just read like stuff that i'm interested in like that you know like pick up like horror history or like film history and i bet you i could like work my way through I figure it. <laughs> this is like the time to jump on it i'm reading all started like x-men from like the beginning like uncanny x-men number one like from 1963 like it's ridiculous how um, long does it take you to read one <laughs> honestly probably like five minutes a lot of it no, is they're just so tiny, you know, huh? yeah they're 22 pages maybe like a half a paragraph of words when you like put everything together um but some of the stories are really good like i've always been an x-men fan and it's been it's it's cool like seeing it kind of like shape up into what it's become like yeah you like see it, the actual now. progression that's so cool it's <laughs> yeah it's kind of wild what about you though what have you been like watching or like investing your time in oh man I have been, you know, keeping up with my mukbangs. <laughs> I thought you were going to say keep up with the Kardashians. I was like, bitch. <laughs> what? No, uh, I did watch Life of Kylie one night just as like a joke and uh, it just got under my skin way too much. So I turned <laughs> it off. Um, what else? I Last night I watched actually a movie called The Gift. It's on Netflix. It, Is that um, from like 2001? No. So that's – are you talking about The Box? No, I'm talking about The Gift with, like, Katie Holmes. No, this is a different one. Maybe they oh. have the same name. But this one just came out. It has Jason Bateman in it. And hmm, some girl who who I'm not familiar with. But it's about, like, this couple who they move and for, like, a job opportunity or something. And this guy from – but it's, like, closer to where this guy grew up. And this guy from his past shows up and is like, hey, remember we went to school together, blah, blah, blah. And all of this shit starts coming up about how he used to bully him. And like, it's just, it gets crazy. I don't want to ruin it for you because I really want you to watch it because I think you'd like it. But um, that was intense. I really like Jason Bateman, though. I started watching Ozark, have not finished it. Need to really finish oh, it. Oh, my gosh. I know like one of the like financial backers of Ozark. Really cool. Was that a humble brag? I, I know someone. Wait, I, no, I know someone who worked on there too. So. Oh really? No, I like. <laughs> this is like no. This like old man. He did like hedge funds or like he like moved money around and he like invested in this show. Like. Cool. He like hangs out with like the whole cast and it, yeah, he's like kind of like a crazy old drunk, but he's funny. Yeah, I was watching. Um, I was watching the first or second episode and then. My friend's name, Chase Rooney, came up and I messaged him and I was like, is that you? Did you work on this? And he was like, yep, I sure did. And I was like, holy shit, that's amazing. I love this show. Yeah, it's filmed, it's filmed up in Atlanta, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
and that's where he lives. So he's like getting he's getting that shit done. That's really cool. But he also yeah. or he used to have a podcast, but he's also very much into films. We should hit him up and see if he wants to be on the show. Yeah, definitely. Um, and if you guys are listening, we're looking for, you know, future guest hosts. Um, me and Stacey have kind of been sitting down and determining, you know, we've got seven episodes left this season after this episode, which yeah, is crazy. Yeah, that's not that much. Um, but we're thinking about next season adding on a couple of guest hosts for a few episodes. So if you guys are interested, you know, definitely hit us up. Yeah, I asked my friend Kobe if he'd be interested, and he said that he would maybe want to jump on either October Sky or The Truman Show. So we have a potential person Ooh. to talk with about those, which would be fun. Um, but yeah, anyone else? Let's. You know what? We should we should like maybe post our schedule and see like if people would be interested in any of them, or like like hey, if you would like to talk on any of these episodes, hit us up. Yeah, hit us up for sure. That that is exactly what we're gonna do. Um, that is what we're yeah, gonna fucking fine. do. Fine. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to talk about before we get into the movie. Because there's definitely been a lot that I've been watching, but now that I'm sitting here, you know, like when you just can't think of anything. Yeah, you're like putting. I the hate spot. that. I um. Uh, <laughs> 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 so I've been like playing on YouTube a lot. Mm. Also, that's what I was gonna tell you. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. What? No, you tell me. I was gonna tell you. I've been playing so much Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh my gosh, Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every single like gay person on my like Twitter playing Dude, Animal Crossing I'm, and like they're buying turnips and like, <laughs> all this other stuff. And I'm, like Elijah Woods coming to their fucking town. Oh, I saw that. that. That is so fucking hilarious. Could you imagine? That's so cool. I hope someone comes to my town, man. <laughs> Please come to my town. But um, um, but yeah, for like weeks, I was seeing like people talk about like Tom Nuke on yeah, like Nook. twitter or tom nook and i'm like who is that and they were like always say like something shady about him so i'm like all right so he's obviously like you know an enemy <laughs> of the gays so like i don't know about that no. so like and then like one day i saw like a caption of like tom nook doing something and it's like a character in the game and i was like huh yeah okay so tom nook is the guy who you go to to like uh take the loan out for your house so the whole joke is throughout the whole game, you're constantly indebted to this guy and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> so okay. he's like, you can here, here's your beautiful house. That'll be 484,000 bells or some crazy shit like that. And you're like, thanks Tom Nook. And you have to fucking work your ass off to pay him off again, just to take out another loan what? to make like, your house <laughs> even bigger. Dude, you got to play it. <laughs> it's such a good game. <laughs> I'll have I just, to try it out with you because I'm so confused about it. Like, what animal are you? Like a panda, I'm not. Okay, like... so you're not an animal. You are a person. You're a human. Your villagers who live in your town are animals. Okay. <laughs> I like that idea. I'm it's like, cute, totally and you can like, you can buy clothes and furniture and decorate your house. It's and like decorate your whole fucking island and make like this oasis. I'm about to make a fucking oasis. I just started <laughs> over. And I put my house right on the water, and it's just going to be beautiful. <laughs> See, I'm, like, lame. Like, when I played The Sims, I would just put in the cheat codes just to, like, add all the money so that I didn't have to, like, work for it or actually, like, play the game. So, I mean, I have been I have been I time jumping. I'm not going to lie. Something as labor-intensive as that. You can do this thing where, like, you can work all day, and then you want to you wanna be able to go to the next day, but... 
but Animal Crossing works on real time. So you can go into your Switch, change the time and the date, oh my God. and then go back and you can like have all the stuff that you were waiting for sooner. <laughs> it's like the Konami code. You've like found it for Animal Crossing. Yeah, like there was at one point, there was one point where I was like, it was like the 30th in my town and it was like the 21st in real life. <laughs> okay cheater i know i know okay okay i know okay, but, anyways, but that's what i've been up to and you know just doing that kind of thing you know <laughs> okay <laughs> okay so do you want to maybe let the listeners know what movie we're gonna be motherfucking covering this week i mean i fucking guess so <laughs> 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 so this week, Stacey and I covered 2019 Midsommar. Woo! And Woo! I'm telling you, rewatching this, it just gets better every time I watch it. Oh my gosh, it's so heavy. I really enjoyed it's it, just, though. Okay. And I think the main reason I enjoyed it... <laughs> it's just so heavy every single time, and I feel like worse every time I watch it, because I feel like more the character, because I just like love her so much. I love her, and I feel like happy by the end of it, honestly. And I feel like she's the best part of the whole movie. That's something I wanted to get into at the end too, but I kind of like felt the same way, and I wonder if you feel the same way about it, like why I do. Okay. Um, but we'll talk about that more towards the end. Okay. But I like I love that you came to that same kind of like yeah <laughs> that place. <laughs> so yeah, so this movie is you know um, so yeah this go film... ahead go ahead go ahead no 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 you go ahead no no because I know I saw your notes and I know you're very prepared so you go right ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> whatever um so this film was written and directed by ari oster mm-hmm. we know him from hereditary we know, um, and mm, that's about it other than his short films <laughs> <laughs> yeah he did that really um interesting little short film what about the jacksons or what about the johnsons or whatever that was uh-huh. um it gets into some weird shit i'm not going to really get into it because i'll let the viewers deal with that but that's also very heavy very heavy he definitely deals with like drama a lot drama and like like damn bro what what did you what the fuck were you going through when you were younger (laughs) because he's relatively young isn't he like all right yeah he's not very old i think he's like no more than like he's no more than like 35 i'm not sure exactly how old he is how about we look that up right now i wonder if he's cute he is kind (laughs) of You think so? I think so. I mean, kind of. He's kind of like dweeby looking. Yeah, he's a little dweeby, but I think since... Dwee guy. Um, Ari Aster I mean, I, I, age. He's 33. I'd, yeah, I'd mess around nah, with nah, him. No, no, yeah, he's, um, he's cute. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. Um, right. But the coolest oh thing about this is like it was literally... Well, I mean, I don't know how cool it is, but the interesting thing about this is that this... The production of Midsummer, Samar started like immediately after hereditary was released so uh, almost exactly to the like a year to the month it's like a month off but a year later this was released which is like kind of unheard of when you're making yeah when you- i feel like I- go ahead no i'm sorry i was gonna say i was like watching it on amazon and they have like stuff that pop up during the movie and like one of the- that came up said that like it had a very short like film to like theater like time like i think it was like less than a year yeah. which is insane when you think about it if something is announced in my uh-huh. in like a couple months they have to do so much editing on it like dude this movie that man, was 
I, I think he was well you have to say like hereditary was yeah well hereditary was insane like how big that was like whenever it came out because it was just like a different type of horror yeah um he kind of like changed the game with that and so as soon as that came out everybody kind of like got that name like Aster like on their mind they're like all right green light whatever he wants to do next and that was midsummer yeah for sure which i a lot of people will say will compare the two like which ariaster film do you like better yeah. and i feel like they aren't comparable i and i love they're them. so different i love them both. i mean they're not but they're also like not though because they also they both have that theme of just like, like grief trauma and trauma and like yeah yeah and like we we always have that focal character who is female. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like they definitely have you know things that are similar, but they're also very different movies for sure. But I love them both for different, very different reasons. Yeah, like one of the big reasons why I love this movie. I can't even fucking talk tonight. I'm sorry. That's okay. We were out <laughs> of practice. I'm um, saying though. <laughs> you know, just trying to get right back into the game. Uh, <laughs> but one of the big reasons why, like, I love this movie as much as I did is because of Florence. Yes. Um, like, you just feel so much for her. And I don't even know why. Like, there was just something about, like, the pain in her face that just made me, like, like my heart sank for her, like, the entire, like, film. I, I guess it's just because of just, like, what her story is. But ugh. she is just, okay, so I, I, the first time I saw this, I don't think I appreciated her as much. I liked her, but this time I really focused on her and I also focused on like everything else surrounding the movie instead of just like the faces of the people. And, but she just stole the show in my opinion. I feel like she is such a fantastic actress. Oh my God. She's amazing. So this film stars Florence Pugh, mm-hmm. who she's in Midsommar. She was in little women. Mm-hmm. Um, last she's, she's like in uh, so many roles now. All- She's going to be in Black Widow yeah. coming out whenever. We don't even know because it was originally supposed to come out in May and now it's going to come out whenever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll see then. But she's also in that. Um, she's kind of killing the game yeah, right now. Yeah, no, she's killing the game. She's she's getting picked up by everybody. She her. was nominated by, for an Oscar for Little Women, I'm pretty sure. She deserved that. She deserved one for this role. But you know what? I'm happy that she got one at least. Horror for is always snubbed, but whatever. Oh. Always, but whatever. <laughs> well, not always. I mean, Parasite won kind of big. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I saw Parasite. I've watched like. I was gonna say, did you watch Parasite? Because it was on. It's on Hulu now. Yeah, and I just didn't think it was that scary. But I like. But I didn't think it was that scary either. But be, I can like, see how it could be. It could be like, put into the horror category. Horror. Yeah. Yeah, because of like the violence and stuff, I think. Um, but yeah, that was heavy. I watched that and that was a lot. Yeah, <laughs> we should cover that. We definitely need to. Um, but in addition to Florence Pugh, we've got Jack Rayner. Do you know him? I've never seen him in anything. He's the boyfriend. Yeah. Um, I, he's been in like, what was it? It was like, it's like those action movies, I think. Okay, he's ever <laughs> what? He did like a Transformers movie and like a bunch of other random like things. Okay, I don't know where I've seen him from though. I have no idea. 
He's one of the I only ones that I like a stereotypical like douchebag like asshole like face. Yeah, and he definitely know, like pulls that off perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, he that's the boyfriend in it, and then also Will Will Palter is that his name? Yeah. So he's been in a bunch of shit too. He was in Bandersnatch on Netflix, which was like a big thing. He was in the Lion, the Witch. In the wardrobe when he was younger. He was in The Revenant. He's been in a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's been in, like, a, a couple of things. He's, like, British. Yeah, he's British or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> British. Um, but, yeah, so those are the, really the only ones I think that stood out as far as, like, the stars in the movie. Because I think that they've been in other things. But nobody else really has, have they? No, a lot of those people are Hungarian or Swedish. And I think that if they were in stuff, it just wouldn't be American. It wouldn't be released in America. Okay. I got you. All right. Well, you want to get into Let's it? Let's get the fuck into it because it's a long movie and we're probably going to talk a lot about it. So. Oh, my God. It's two and a half hours long. I know. And um, when, I first started sat- when I first sat down to watch it, I was like, it's two hours. And then I looked and I was like, fuck, it's two and a half hours? Jeez. <laughs> and it's like two hours and 35 minutes, actually. So close to the three hours. But, you know, it's not like we have anything else to do. That is one of the only qualms I do have with it. I feel like it is a little long. Yeah, I, it's a little drawn out. It's a little drawn out. But, um, just a tad bit. But I appreciated it. Um, I can't really think of anything to take out, you know? Yeah, well, apparently they did take a lot out because this was almost an NC 17 rating. Wait, I'm gonna. I have the script. I'm gonna send it to you, like the original like script that came out um, before there were any changes or like shootings or anything like that. Yeah, I'm thinking that certain scenes got more violent and certain scenes got more down and dirty. If you know what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. Um, uh, yeah. You want to start us off? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like the film, it opens up with this like. How would you describe it? Like a scroll? Yeah, it's like a mural. Like a mural? Yeah, like a mural. It's like a mural of like these weird events. Like they all kind of like seem like they fit in together, but it's just like weird stuff and like blood. And you're like, what is this? And you notice that, Uh, or did you notice that everyone like pictured in the mural are the characters of the film? Yes. I didn't notice that on the first viewing, but after like I've seen times i watch i'm like okay but that also happens later on in the movie too i don't know if you uh, you obviously have noticed that i don't know why i said that um but yeah so it opens up with like this weird mural um there's like some like like how would you just what would you so describe like on like, one on side the of the, it's like one side of the mural there's like a depiction of death it seems and somebody like i'm like on fire or something or like being put on fire yeah and then on the other side it's like a nighttime, like bone, like they're like they're dead. It's bones and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and like the background, you hear like old, like folky, like, like chanting, songs, like yeah. beautiful music, man, for this movie. Yeah, but this is like haunting. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. Here? So then that um, so opens up like curtains almost. I love that. I know. I love that. And it it shows immediately like a very snowy, like mountainous range. And you're like kind of flowing through the air and you like land on this town 
and eventually work your way into an apartment where a phone oh actually no i'm sorry you work your way into a house where you you're hearing a phone ring and a, and ring and ring and ring and you see a- it's like going through the house and you see like uh like the mom and the dad like sleeping like yeah like laying in bed sleeping and in that moment I don't know if you want to keep this or not, but in that moment, their chests are moving up and down. So they, mm-hmm. they are alive. Um, yeah. Danny, their daughter, who is played by Florence Pugh, she's going to become our main, she's going to become our lead girl. She um, leaves a message on the answering machine, checking on them and saying that her sister, their daughter, had emailed her saying something really scary. And the email reads... I can't anymore. Everything is black. Mom and dad are coming to goodbye. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, excuse me, what? <laughs> I would be terrified if I got that. If message. my brother said that to me, oh, uh, we'd be tying up. And the the saddest part is, if the police were called, some things could have been prevented. And if she would have just like not listened to her dumbass boyfriend. She could have maybe helped save yeah, them. But who knows? I know. But I'm not saying it's her fault at all, but it's just sad that there was still time when she was leaving that message. Yeah. But I mean, just, you know, like, like I was saying, you just, you don't know in the moment. Of course. Um, of course. So Danny calls. So her name is Danny Arder, which I was like, that's a complicated name. Why does, why is her name like that? I don't know. Did you look into it? I'm sure there's some type of semblance behind it. I didn't. I, I don't didn't know, look but into like, it, but it isn't. Just like that's such an uncomfortable thing. Danny Arder. Like I don't know. There was just something. There's something weird behind. It. I'm sure if I like look into. I it, mean, her probably, name is probably Danielle. Uh, yeah, but like I don't know. That's just Danny Arder sounds weird. Yeah. Um, but she calls her boyfriend. His guy named Christian. Uh, he's hanging out with his buddies. Uh, there's a guy named Josh. A guy named Mark. A guy named Pele. Uh huh. She's like holding uh, back tears and yeah. it just seems like she just needs someone to talk to. And immediately he seems resistant and immediately I dislike him. <laughs> well, he like, that's just something weird. He like tells her, he's like, it's just another one for antics. You know, she always acts like this, blah, 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 blah. But he like acts like he hates her the entire time that he's talking to her. I'm like, why are you even dating? I'm, not, I'm saying the whole time, dude, I'm totally. I, I, and then when we find out later that it's been three and a half years, I'm like, there's no goddamn way. There's no way it could have been three and a half years of you dealing with him being like that. Like, it's so obvious that he doesn't even like you. That's like the sad thing is that I know I've had like guy friends that I know that have dated girls that will not break up with the girls. They like want break up with them like so they don't come out looking like the asshole but you know but he totally like gaslights her and manipulates her throughout every part of it and i just wish i wish i could like shake her and be like break the fuck up with this piece of shit yeah and also whenever she calls him do it just smoking some resin i'm like ill i know she's that's like, gross just smoke some resin with uh mark what are you doing I would never admit that, like <laughs> when I, I, like you know, like so like grimy to me. You're not smoking weed. You're smoking like uh, like a resin ball. Ugh! I just it, there was something about that that just like skeeved me out, which immediately like put me on the other side of him before he even like 
he decided to like act like an asshole. Before we even get one like one word from him, we see her pick up her phone and look at it and then put it down like contemplating if she should even call him like that right there should tell you if you're contemplating, if you should call your significant other of years to talk about something that is that serious, then you shouldn't be with him. Like he should be willing to answer the fucking phone to talk about that. You know? Yeah. He was just seeming like he was avoiding her. Like tone with her just sounded like he hated her. And I'm just like, break up with her. Like leave leave the girl alone. Well, I mean, he had a shot, I guess, but <laughs> I guess, but he chose to act like an asshole. Um, so ba- so he gets off the phone with her, and so she calls up another one of her like girlfriends. She complains how she's like just being too much, and, like I'm too much, too much for him, him and like, she always like, takes the blame for everything. And I'm like, you poor thing, you have no idea. Like this is not your fault. And her friend is kind of being how we're being right now. Like just be done with it. It's obviously not the right person if he's not going to be there for you in like times like this. He shouldn't get annoyed by trying to be there for you, you know? Yeah, literally. If if you're worried about something, this should not be a time for you to be annoyed because you're hanging out with your friends, like smoking resin of all things. How disgusting. Yeah, like get a fucking life. Like, Jesus. Get some actual weed, you dork. <laughs> um you know yeah so while she's on the phone with her friend she gets a call from an unknown um, number oh my god an unknown number and then we get this crazy fucking scene where so like josh well no josh josh and what's the other one's name mark they just like want christian to dump danny oh yeah so Um, and they're kind of just like talking about that they're talking about the trip to like Sweden or whatever. Yeah, so Pele um, Pele's in the group Pele. and he is like from Sweden and he plans on taking him back to taking them back so they can like join them in the midsummer festival that happens, like a nine day festival, and they're all planning it. But um Yeah, Pele like make sure to mention that there'll be like lots of women there. Yeah, he's like trying um, to pers- you know, just to like entice these guys. Yeah. And they think it's going to be like this fun, like spring break type party fueled, like fun thing. And yeah, he has yet to tell Danny about it. Um, well, which I'm like, how old are they in this movie? Because I'm thinking she's like 23, 24. But like, I thought the guys were old. It's college because they're definitely working. They're all working on like their thesis and stuff. And this is another interesting thing that happens. But like when you're like, thesis you're working on like aren't you working on your graduate like that would be after you're finished with like your bachelor so you're not like 23 24 like, you're like super super smart i feel like people graduate like finish graduate school at, like yeah i think nine you know i think and they just seem like they're older maybe but in this part where they're like at the diner and we're kind of getting a sense of all the guy roles um immediately josh who is played by William Jackson Harper. He is like kind of portrayed as like this really intelligent person. If you notice, the only things that come out of his mouth are about about like learning or school. Yeah, like lore. Or yeah. lore or his thesis. He never talks about anything else, which is really interesting. The only thing that comes out of Mark's mouth is stupid bullshit because he takes on that role the of like mark his fucking bullpen. of like the jester you know um yeah yeah i think it's interesting that they fall into these roles and they kind of represent these different like 
pillars that Danny has to like live amongst. Yeah. Who are also cold to her. Um, yeah, and it kind of plays into the end. It too, does totally, totally. Does. Well, obviously, well, I'm over here. I think like <laughs> I like have some profound like realization. Um, but yeah, but yeah, during this scene, uh, Danny calls Christian. Yeah, and she is just wailing. Like, so a lot of people, I think a lot of people compare Hereditary to this because there's a lot of similarities and aspects of like how grief is portrayed. And mm-hmm. kind of like um, Tony Collette and Hereditary when she's on the ground weeping for her daughter, like that's in the same sense how uh, I keep want to call her Florence. How Danny is crying about what she just finds out. Yeah, just literal, just like oh my god, like animal almost. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I just like. You can't listen to that and like not feel something. It's heartbreaking. David. <laughs> yeah, so like um while after he gets this call like it shows what happened like the scene of her like parents house. Mm-hmm. Um and it's this scene is really cool. There's no dialogue, background music and it's kind of like slow motion. Um but it just it goes to the house and Terry has like flooded the house like full of like carbon monoxide. Mm-hmm. Um killing her parents and then she like she had like a tube of it and she taped it to her mouth to kill herself that's it shows terry with the vomit going down her shirt Uh when i I screamed in the movie theater i'm like (gasps) what i was like traumatized i saw this movie by myself and like i was just like watching this i'm like holy fuck here yeah that was an intense opening scene i remember thinking as soon as i saw the fire department turning off the cars i was like okay she poisoned them yeah and that's well, why as they soon didn't... as i saw them in the crate there with the car yeah and that's why they didn't answer the phone is because like i'm sure they were so deep she was slowly poisoning them yeah, yeah. exactly God, it's so sad. So yeah, they she like commits suicide and also takes her parents with her, and Danny has just found that out by I'm guessing like the FBI or whoever the fuck called her the police. Um. Yeah. Um. So Christian goes to Danny's apartment to like console her. Um. And she is just like broken. Yeah, she's just she can't breathe. She's just wailing. And then we get this slow. Pan. She's like hyperventilating, like oh. It's and then we, in this in this moment, we also see Christian kind of just holding her, but he has like no expression on his face, and I think that's a good representation of the difference in them. Like, yeah, if, she like has too much emotion. He has none. He has at all. none. Yeah, exactly. Because I know, like, if my partner just if I just told my partner that this happened to me, I think he would cry with me. Yeah, and he. This is just showing what like an uncaring piece of shit Christian is. I fucking hate Christian. 
Me too. Like he's probably like my worst character. He's like a he's like should be like on like top fifty lists of movie villains. He because really is. He's worse even, than fucking the boyfriend from Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> I feel like he gets a bad rap. <laughs> no, that was like a viral like tweet that went out one day, and it was like you thought about it for a second. You're like, mm, maybe. Well, yeah, because he didn't he didn't like support her when she was trying to like work for that like opportunity which is very true <laughs> but christian christian i mean i guess christian is not christian's 10 times worse christian would literally like go i feel like christian would be that type of boyfriend that would be like uh like we'll we'll get into it there's plenty of examples oh yeah <laughs> but anyway so it pans through the window behind them and it's very snowy outside and then we finally get like our cast of characters and then midsummer on the screen. Then it cuts to, I don't know how long after I'm guessing a few weeks. And yeah, just like, I'm not sure. It doesn't say, which I like that it doesn't say because it doesn't need to, but it's been a few weeks and she's laying in her bed. And if you notice, there's a picture above her bed of, well, I'm assuming like when is we would know in midsummer, middle of summer yeah so that was coming up that was coming up so it was like in- january i'm assuming it was like snowing whenever she was like doing that earlier so it's gotta be months at least it's probably at least like a good six months yeah and it's still it's still weighing on her like very heavily so we find out like or so so she's like laying down in bed in her dorm room i'm thinking it is it's a dorm room right Yeah, Yeah, and she has this picture above her bed, which is really interesting. And there's a lot of imagery throughout the whole movie that kind of plays into each other. Um, But it's like a picture of a big bear. And there's like a blonde girl with a crown on, like holding its head. And I mean, if you know what comes later, like that, that's like explicitly telling like it's explicit foreshadowing. Um. Christian comes in, and then I also notice in this part, there's a ton of use of mirrors. Did you notice that? Um, I didn't, like, you know, clock it throughout anything, the first, but tell me yeah, more. Yeah, throughout the first half of the movie, um, before they go to before they go to Sweden, um, a lot of the shots are will be, like, one person in the actual frame, and then the other person, like, being reflected in a mirror talking to them. That happens at least okay, like no, five or six times. Yeah, no, I now that you're like mentioning it, I can I like am thinking about it, but I guess I'm guessing I it's like it whenever I was watching it's it. It's like trying to like rent re, um trying to what's it convey like I don't know, like the reflection of yourself. I'm not sure what 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 they were going for, but I think it's really interesting. But anyways, Christian comes in the room and he's like, Hey, how you feeling? And she's like I'm okay. And you can tell that she's just in a deep depression and it's fucking her up. And then he's like, I'm just going to, I'm going to go to this party for like 45 minutes. And she's like, he's like, Are you, you probably should sleep more, like trying to make her stay. Cause obviously he probably doesn't want her to go because he's an asshole. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's okay. I can go. And uh, so next scene, they're at this party and that's whenever the whole trip gets brought up and the whole plan 
that has already been set into motion gets brought up and she finally like realizes what the fuck he's been not telling me anything about this. <sighs> yeah. Really? So the group talks about their trip to Sweden for the Midsommar celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to like the village that Pele grew up, which is called, what was it called? Harga? It's called the Harga. It's called Helsing. Helsing. Like, I wrote it down somewhere. Fuck. Uh, Helsing. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Helsingard or something like that. Something like that. Um, but ba- And he basically tells about the celebration that it occurs every 90 years. Mm-hmm. Lasts usually about like nine days. Um, and like Josh was he talks about it doing it for like he wants to like cover it for his thesis paper right he has like yeah so what was it i'm trying to think of like what his like major was was like his was anthropology josh's was anthropology what okay so his was christian's anthropology also i can't remember do they discuss that i don't I know, know that why. i know that josh's is anthropology and danny's is psychology yeah Okay, maybe they didn't get into that. Yeah. Um, because Josh... So, yeah. Cri- because Christian, like... What? Can't get his shit together, and that's obvious from the beginning. Like, whenever Josh is like, maybe you should start, like, focusing on the work at hand. And he's like, what work are you talking about? And he's like, I don't know, your thesis? And it's obvious that he's just kind of, like, meandering around, like, trying to figure it out as he goes. Pushing it off, yeah. yeah. Not really putting too much into it or, like, deciding what he wants to do. Yeah. Um, so they go there or they're at the party and she's like kind of finding out that he's going to Sweden by somebody else, which he definitely should have been telling her himself. And he like plays it off as if he just decided and he just hadn't had a chance to tell her yet. And they get into like, well, she confronts him, but the way that she confronts him is so frustrating to me because she like tries to play the bad guy, even though he's definitely the bad guy and he gaslights the fuck out of her. And he is so fucking annoying. He is such a manipulative asshole in that scene. I like, like he was like, make- we say that like make, she was like, here, here, sit down. Like, stay, I'm stay, sorry. Calm. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. My bad. I'm sorry. And like, whenever she was acting like so pathetic right there. Yeah. And I, I wrote down like, fuck, she is so good. She's such a great actress. Because I I know. I know that feeling and I've been there before, which sucks. But like, oh my god, that is hilarious! Because I was gonna say the same thing. It's like such a relatable like. Yeah. You just like you want this person to like listen to you like that bad. You're just like, all right, just listen. And everything will work out fine. And it's like, no, like if you're having to talk, to talk to somebody like this, like things are not good. Yeah, and he even says like, she's like, he's like, I just decided I was going, and she's like, you already have a ticket. And he, instead of saying like a tr- sincere apology, he says, I'm sorry. Like, fuck you, dude. Oh, I would be like, I'm sorry. I would yell at him. Oh, what a fucking bitch. He's literally the that worst. Is the most but he's like, all that say, she has. I'm ha- sorry. Well, think about it. He's like, all that she has left. I know. Like, her entire exactly. family has been wiped and out. She, she's like, as soon as he's like, you know, I think I'm just going to leave, she like realizes, oh my God, no, 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 no. I don't want to lose him too. I need to. Then, yeah, then she so ends sad. up saying sorry for nothing. Yeah, I'm quite apologizing. Stop. Uh, it's really sad. 
And he's just such a fucking asshole and I hate him. And then, and then he says, well, I apologize. And she she said, you didn't apologize. You said, sorry, which sounds like, uh, which sounds a lot like too bad. Yeah. Which I mean, she kind of called his ass out. Yeah. I like that. She called him out. Um, uh, But anyways, so Danny, it's like the next day and we get another, we get another use of, the mirror because he's like talking to his friends and you can see him in a mirror above the couch. And then you see all of them sitting at the couch and they have all this stuff on the table planning their trip and like how they're going to get there and all their things that they're going to do. And then he's like, Hey, Danny's coming by. So you guys be cool or whatever. And they're like, should we put this stuff away? And he's like, no, it's cool. What he hasn't told them yet is that he has actually invited Danny invited her. and she yeah. is going to come along, which no one's happy about which is so fucked the only person who is happy about it is pele and well he's like <laughs> i don't understand this because he's being weird he's like she's not really gonna come she's not gonna come well he's trying and i'm like because oh. he's just a little I, he's trying to like play it down no i think it's because his he is such a little fake ass bitch i think that's literally all they're trying to show is that he's a fake bitch just like later on with the thesis shit that comes up he's just a, yeah. a little fucking like sneaky bitch. a swarmy little bitch yeah yeah <laughs> no, I get it. So she comes <laughs> no, in, and Pele seems to be the only one who truly cares about what she wants and how she's doing, and the only one who wants to actually engage with her. Um, well, how fucking awkward is it, like, for her to walk in, like, and the energy just like totally change? Like, can she not sense that? No, they, she like, definitely can, yeah. and it's so sad because she's already going through so much. Like, none of these. None of these people gain any empathy from me besides her, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, they're all pieces of shit, except for Danny. I love her so I much. I love Danny so much. And I honestly, even though Pele is kind of behind everything, I kind of love Pele. I don't trust his ass. I, I know. I feel like we're there's going to be a lot to talk about. But so anyways. Pe- we, yeah, there's some other stuff we can talk about at the end, too, about Mr. Pele. Yeah. <laughs> But he he talks to her about, like, what she's been studying. Um, they talk about the festival coming up. He shows her pictures, shows her Yeah, he May tells Queen. her about the uh, the May Queen. Yeah. And he said that she is he is very, very glad that she is coming, which no one else has said to her, not even her boyfriend. So you're coming to Helsingland? I guess so, yeah. And um, we'll actually be arriving on my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Christian says you've got this special week planned. Yeah, it's sort of a crazy nine-day festival my family's doing. Lots of pageantry, uh-huh. and special ceremonies, and dressing up. <laughs> Sounds fun. It'll probably seem very silly, but it's like theater. Yeah, Christian says you're you're from like a, a commune, right? Yeah, we're a, we're a small community. <laughs> Here, I'll show you. Oh, wow. You see what you mean about the pageantry. Yeah, we make those clothes special for every winter and summer solstice. We, I mean, everybody sort of does everything together. That's an interesting symbol. Yeah, we're taught the runic alphabet, so. Whoa, who's that one? That's last year's May Queen. <laughs> Beautiful. You know, I'm very, very glad you're coming. Like, what the fuck? So Pele right now, to me, is like a shining light. I like him for for her. I think she needs him. 
Well, he's just like really sweet in the scene. He's like comforting her. I really just don't. to let you know, like I've also like I've been through this. Like my parents have also passed away. Okay, and he says that like, they burned up in a fire, and I'm wondering if it was. Yeah. Yeah, but again, that only happens every ninety years. Yeah, so obviously that couldn't be the case. That couldn't who be the knows? case, right? Um, but anyways, who knows? We don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but so. He also brings up what happened and he wants to say his, he like wants to give her his condolences. And he's like, also, I haven't seen you since, but I want to say I'm so, so, so sorry about what happened to you. And she like can't handle it in the moment. And then we get one of the coolest transitions. Um, she like walks to the bathroom to get away and then immediately walks into the airplane bathroom. Like she's yeah. already on the plane to go to Sweden. And it's really cool. Yeah, I love that transition too. It was really fucking cool. Yeah, and she starts crying on the airplane. So we have like a lot of instances where she's just she breaks down a lot, and it's just because she's fucking depressed, dude. I've been through that. Like the tears are never far from the surface, you know. It's just like just imagine what this girl went through, like, and you're like gonna give her shit over and it. And you're surrounded oh, you're by people you know. who have no interest in you, don't even want to talk to you. Like you're a, kind of a burden to them. Yeah, ugh. I just ugh. miserable. I would not have gone. I would not have gone. I would have said, Me neither. I would say, go to fucking Sweden, boy. I'm chilling. Bye. Like, I'll go hang out with the person who actually wants me around. Yeah, see you when you get back. Yeah, maybe eh, not. <laughs> but no, I'm glad she went on the trip. She yeah, I'm glad it, for, for the ending's <laughs> sake. I'm glad. But, um, anyways. So, yeah. so they arrive so in Sweden. Danny and Christian all them on their trip. They're they're getting ready, um, driving into the town. Yeah. So they have like a four hour drive. They get there. They um they stop at this field where everyone seems to have stopped before they get to the actual town, which is like a even further away. And they meet like uh, and they meet yeah go ahead Pele's brother. Yeah, they meet Pele's brother. I think. I don't know if all of them are actually brother and sister. I think they just call each other brother and sister. Um, oh, well, he says it's my brother Ingmar, I think. It's- Ingmar, and yeah. Ing- Ing- Ingmar is with another couple, Simon and Connie. Yeah, and they're from London or they're just from, they're from some part of Europe. And he's brought them for the festival. So a lot of people have – it's like the younger people from this village have kind of gone out – and almost had like a rumspringer type thing where they lived in America or they lived overseas for a while. And then they brought back like people to join them for the festival. Yeah. So the group just gets like acquainted with one another. Yeah. So they want to like trip. So he, he, well, okay. So they're like, you got here at the perfect time. We just took this. Uh, that's what Ingmar says. And he's like, do you want to join? And then Danny rightfully so is like, I think I want to get my ground. Like I want to like figure this place out before I trip, but you guys go ahead. And then fucking bitch ass Christian is like, well, then I'll wait for you too. But then as soon as he says, I'm going to wait for Danny, everyone's like, what the fuck do We can't all trip at different times. It'll be different trips. So every, everyone pressures her into doing it, even though she probably is not ready because you need to be in a good mindset to trip on psychedelics. That's just like how it is. And as we see with her, like, crying in the airplane, like, bathroom, she's clearly not at this point. No, and she probably hasn't been for a very long time. Like, when you're in a deep, dark depression like that, 
tripping on mushrooms is probably not the best idea, especially when you're like just got to fucking Sweden. But she decides to do it yeah. because she doesn't want to ruin the vibe or whatever. Another thing. Peer pressure. You know how that goes. And in this moment where she's acting like, no, it's cool. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. I, I was I was thinking like she plays this so well. She's so good. Like she plays that like backed into a corner. Yeah, like, like, like I'm too sweet to tell you like how I truly feel type of thing. I don't know. I just love her. No, I no, I get exactly what you're saying. And then she's like, I just I feel for her at so many different points of the movie. And like even just like little scene right there with that peer pressure her into doing that it's like god can she like catch one break i know exactly but so they do it they fucking dose mushrooms and and they're all having like a good time with it first which is kind of cool like it's kind of like she's seeing everything that like pele is like describing he's talking about like the trees like breathing and like the sand like she can feel like the grass in her hand or something like that and it like shows like a the shot of like the grass actually coming through her hand yeah and like growing through her because i don't know man mushrooms really do make you feel so one with the world and i feel like if you were in a beautiful field like that like you would it would be something else but she well she's she's starting to and then as soon as pele is like i feel like this group is family like that word like triggers her immediately. Yeah, but I want to mention before we get into that, um, how Mark what? is acting because he's really funny. <laughs> he's like, yeah, this is like the only scene where I thought he was funny. He usually is just obnoxious. Yeah, so he's like, hey, what time is it? And uh, Josh is like, it's nine p.m. And he's like, what? That's not possible. It's bright. It's still daylight. <laughs> and apparently, wherever they are in Sweden. There's only like a couple of hours of darkness a day. That would like trip that me would trip out, me the dude. fuck out. I How would, would you like, know what day is what day? Literally, like, oh, that would really freak me out. But he's like, no, that's not possible. He starts freaking out a little bit, and he's like, okay, everyone, I think we should lay down. Everyone, lay down. And then he lays down. He's like, oh man, this feels great. <laughs> everyone, come on, you should lay down. <laughs> he's like that. He's like that one guy <laughs> on shrooms, and then also. Um, a new this really funny part where this guy walks by and he's like oh no new people new people and pele's like no new people are good and the guy just keeps walking and he's like hi <laughs> and he keeps going <laughs> i thought that was so funny that's not fine why is it like that it's okay mark it's the midnight sun that feels wrong i don't like that I promise you it's okay i'm not okay oh fuck it's a new person what I don't want new people right now. No, new people are good, Mark. Hi, hi. But yeah, and then, yeah, Pele is like, man, I really do feel like you guys are family. And then she snaps out of it because family definitely triggered her. Yeah, and it just like sends her on a different type of trail. Yeah, and she pops up and she's like, no, 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 don't, don't think about that. Don't think about that. And she's like running and she's like, walks over to this one group and they're laughing and she thinks that they're laughing at her and finally finds her way to like a bathroom where in the mirror well, she's she's like she talks to Pele's brother she's like they were laughing at me and like i felt like i, I wanted to help her so much right there and be like they're not they're like everything's okay i promise but like he's like no they've been I laughing could. don't worry no one's <laughs> laughing at you and he's like 
it's okay. He's like, it's okay. And then she like leaves. And the way that she responds to him is so perfect. She's like, okay, I'm okay. Or it's okay. And she like walks away. Oh my God. And then mm-hmm. she goes into the bathroom and in the mirror, you get this like oh my God. scary shot of her sister's face. Her sister Terry, like standing behind her. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and it, which like causes her to like look like blink a couple of times. You're like, what the fuck? Freaks out. Um, her face starts changing like in the, in the mirror, mirror. Her yeah. face is distorted. Ugh. Dude, I feel that. Tripping on mushrooms. Ain't- her face is falling off of her. Ain't no like, joke. Falling off. <laughs> and then she runs out and she just runs through the woods and they find her like however long later and, it, well, and she sleeps for like six fucking yeah, hours. Yeah, she runs through the woods. She falls asleep and she has like a dream about like her parents and Terry and like in the dream like her parents are like laid up and I don't know if they're dead or if they're sleeping or whatever and like Terry's like laid up in bed with them and she's just like looking at Danny with like these like piercing eyes and it's just like fuck yeah like you could have like prevented this and the way I want to mention the way that the mushroom trip is portrayed in this movie is probably the most accurate portrayal of a mushroom trip I've ever seen on film. I would not know because I've never done mushrooms, but... With the way that the tree was breathing, that is very accurate. I trust you. With the way that the flowers are moving later on, very accurate. It's very much like it, like a, like everything has like a texture and it's like flowing. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm just kidding. Like, no, I get exactly what you're Yeah. Personally, I've never done and so i don't know like i guess i haven't hit that like plane yet no i feel <laughs> maybe you. one day i did it when i was younger i don't know if i could do it now but it was fun when i did it yeah um, i've always been pussy when it comes to drugs it's um, scary but then it always ends yeah. up being fun oh my god shut up <laughs> yeah. um okay so where are we so now? she wakes up danny wakes up like six hours later next christian yeah, and she's like, did it get dark at all? And he's like, and the way he talks to her makes me so mad. He's like, yeah, for a couple hours, but not completely. Like, just like, duh, like, you're an idiot. Like, confrontational for no reason. Like, shut up. Yeah, and then she's like, is it tomorrow? And he's like, I mean, from yesterday's perspective, you fucking idiot. Like, ugh. It's like you understand exactly what she was fucking saying there. Shut up. She's been passed out because she had a bad trip. Like, why are you being such Have a dick right now? Have some type of th- sympathy. Anyway, so now it's time to no. finally take the <sighs> final trip to the village. Yeah, so they go um, meet up. They go towards the village with everybody, with like Mark and Josh and all that. All those bitches and hoes. Bitches and hoes. And... <laughs> They um they finally get there and I and th- there's a funny thing that Mark says, um he's like so we're stopping in Waco before we go to Pele's vig- village, and I'm like no you're not going anywhere else you're in the village. Bitch, just in Texas, huh? Um I just started watching that show though and it's really good. I have not. It's annoying because cults annoy me because of how yeah. manipulative they are, but it's good. Um. <sighs> Maybe I'll check it out. Maybe I won't. Who knows? The guy's, the guy's cute. The guy who plays the main guy is cute. Um, that might sway me towards <laughs> it, actually. So they all make their introductions. Sorry. Girl, are you tired? Yeah, I am a little. I'm just always tired, I feel like. 
Just because I do nothing. I've been getting up super early too, so like I'm right there with you. Yeah, I've been. Ugh. Anyways, <laughs> I'm always hungry and I'm always tired. It's horrible. Same. So they make their introductions to the family, and we meet all of them. They gather for like a little ceremony. Will asks if he can take photos, and Pele says, "If you do it discreetly." Um. Who? Oh my god! You know what I did? You know what I did? Through most of my note taking, I called Josh Will because his name <laughs> because his name is William Jackson Harper. Oh my gosh! I was like, who's I know. Will? I'm so sorry. Okay, so- I was like, Will Palter? <laughs> like the I know, Mark? and that's his name. Oh my god, that's so funny. Josh. And uh, so it's been 90 years since the last Midsommar. We see the two people that I can't really say what happens, but it's, there's like a ceremony surrounding these two elders. Um, they are handed like a torch and they say some crazy shit. Um, it's basically just like them getting to know the village. Someone asks, what are the kids playing? And they say, skin the fool. And that kind of comes up later as well. Yeah. And then something major happens. Pele fucking tells her happy birthday. So <laughs> yeah, the only person to tell her happy birthday in the whole day is Pele. Hey. He gets her like. What does he give her? He gives her a beautiful drawing of her with the make with the May Queen crown on. Which is like really sweet. That's so sweet. That's what I'm saying. Like I love Pele. I know, I know he did do something that's kind of like (laughs) bad, but I don't know. I feel like i don't care because i love him and i feel like she needs that kind of love like that's a beautiful beautiful gift to give someone yeah that was really and her boyfriend didn't even for him to actually know that it was her birthday because we as the audience we didn't realize that well i know Um, i know i never made mention about it to anybody well i know at one point the one part where she talks to pele right before they board the plane He's like, and it's your birthday too. And she's like, yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. That's like all they mention of it though. Oh yeah. They do say that. I forgot about that. So the boyfriend fucking forgets. Um, so they walk past this tapestry. So we need to mention the tapestry. Well, yeah. Well, Christian, they talk about Danny and Christian's relationship, and he thinks that they've been together for three years, and she's like, actually, we've been together for four. Yeah, and he's like, oh, um, I guess I forgot. And I'm just like, strike number 150, motherfucker. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> um, they walk past this tapestry, and they go and take a look at it, and it's basically telling a love story of sorts. Um, it depicts a girl meeting a boy um clipping her pubic hair and cooking it into food (laughs) and then also bleeding into a cup and the boy eats and drinks both of these they fall in love they become pregnant and that's it (laughs) and it's pretty wild looking really crazy art styling throughout this whole movie this whole place is crazy fucking looking um, yeah, Pele has taken them into where the younger folk, I guess, live at before 
um, they start working. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's. So he kind of explains. He explains that they have like four like traditional um, periods of their lives. Uh, Mm -hmm. So this starts out from childhood until you're 18. It's considered spring. Yeah. Um, 18 to 36 is considered summer. 36 to 54 is considered like the working age fall. And then from 54 to 72 is like your mentorship. Um, yeah. And then Danny's like, Danny what happens asks, at 72? And, Pe- and Pele like <laughs> jokes with her. And he's like, he's like, like, and he's like off their head. Yeah. Head. Like you die. And everyone kind of, you know what? I tried to make that noise and it didn't work out. For I, me. It's a hard noise to like convey. We're doing the whole like slice across your throat, like you did. I'm gonna laugh like <laughs> listening, but listening back on that because I probably sound stupid there. <laughs> I think your noise was like, um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like sucking in my breath or something. I don't know. Um. Uh, so, but yeah, so Pele um, had let Christian know that it was her birthday and he comes up with like a piece of like cake for her yeah so i'm guessing like one of the villagers was like here give her a piece of cake or pele went and found it for her and he's trying to like light a candle for her and sing happy birthday to her and she looks like she's like you son of a bitch like she's like okay thank you so much for putting in as least like the least amount like of work possible into like doing something for me yeah and he and he says what you think i forgot and she looks at him like, come on. She's like, yeah, you motherfucker. I know you did. And he's like, okay, I'm sorry. And I'm like, God, dude, you don't even try to act apologetic. You And, and, then, and then she ends up saying, it's okay. I should have reminded you. What? <laughs> I'm so sad for her that she feels backed into this corner to like keep this guy with her for, for like just, just, just some type of safety net, you know? Yeah. So the next day, like the group is like getting ready. They join the rest of like the villagers, um, and they're getting ready for like a feast. Yeah. Um, where they're honoring the two like older people. Yeah, because something is going to happen the next day. That. They they haven't told us about, but they're just like letting us know that there's a ceremony about to happen. Yeah. Um. They have they do like a breathing exercise or something. Yeah, so they all throughout the whole thing there's these moments of like or like or some like just interesting techniques and they also like kind of live as one. So if some person is feeling a type of way, yeah, they, like, that kind take of on. plays into a lot of what happens towards the end. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. I'm not really sure what to call it, but they all sit down and they have. Um, but basically, they have all of the attention from everybody. They're like in the middle. Everybody's like, they're cheersing to them, basically celebrating these people. Yeah. But the scene is just like, it's so heavy. Like, there's not a lot of talking going on. It's just like a lot of like background, like horns and stuff. You can just like sense like the doom of something about to happen. Yeah. Um, there's a toast that's made and they say a bunch of interesting, like, stuff ceremonial stuff and then they all go to the ceremony so yeah the night before the night before that 
he's like, it's a big day tomorrow. Pele's like, it's a big day tomorrow. And Josh is like, what's going on? And he says the name of the ceremony, which I can't remember exactly what it's called. But Josh knows because, of course, Josh is like the smart one. And he's like, oh, really? A real one? And he's like, yeah. And they want him to tell him, but he doesn't. Do you know how fucking mad I would be? If, if somebody fucking did that to me, are you kidding me? what the fuck me? we were getting into and did not warn me. Especially like Danny. I don't know. Like, well, not Danny, even just Danny. No, just like everybody. I know. It's just, it's traumatic in general, but Danny is the last person that needs to see something like this right now. Like, so, oh, let's just go fucking do an experiment together. Yeah. And I know that Josh is all about like, well, I want to, I want to do it for scientific reasons, but fuck off, Josh. Josh is, Josh is selfish and they're all selfish. I hate them. They all the men are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, they all go uh, to the ceremony. They like walk to this like cliff. Um, <sighs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't even like describe this scene. Um, they go to a cliff and they like all like all the old people get like carried up to the top of it. They're like sitting in like the chairs that they were sitting in while they were eating. Um, and they're like singing like this like song, this old like folk song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like everybody's gathering underneath, like watching them up there. They like cut their hands, they put them on the rocks, like in front of them, like, like smear on the them down. On the rocks. Like, there's just like, yeah, and there's like some type of like ancient, like hieroglyphic or some type of character, mm-hmm. like on the rocks. Um, and so you're like, what the fuck is going on right now? Uh, and like, uh, do you want to say? Yeah, I mean, okay. So the woman, there's a woman and a man. I'm guessing they are both 72 because it is the end of their life because today they both have to commit suicide. Um, in their eyes, it's not committing suicide. It's, it's a very happy well she drops yeah yeah, it's a very happy happy occasion but they have to jump from this high ass cliff which is certain death so she jumps and everyone's like well she doesn't even jump she just like walks off and she lands and like everybody's not everybody not everybody it's all of the all of the people who aren't from the village scream yeah, just like the Americans. Because nobody warned them what the fuck was about to happen, and they had to watch this woman just commit suicide. She lands on the rock, and her face just smashes, and they do not shy oh away God, from showing you. She lands face first you. onto it. Ugh. Oh, so it was so gruesome. And you can see that was like the best word to describe it. You can see like the fucking like just utter like shock in Danny's face, and I'm just like, no, dude, this is the last thing she fucking needs right now. Like. Well, yeah, like she's like what? Seeing someone and then, die like, in even front of Josh, you? Oh, no, Josh. Um, what's his name? Christian, Christian is like what? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like that's me right there. Like what? I would be. Um, I would be. The Josh's guy jumps ass. off too. Yeah, and then the guy jumps off too. But he just breaks his leg and doesn't die immediately. Oh, why do they have this? Oh, big, he just like shatters why it. Why do they have this big mallet? Hmm. Let's see. Oh, because they smash the head of somebody if they don't fucking die immediately. So then they have to watch these people smash yeah. this poor man's head. <laughs> well, you like you miss like the word like one of the weirdest scenes 
before that is whenever he like is sitting there with his like smashed leg and he's like he's like crying out he's like moaning mm. like oh, oh i know and they all uh, yeah and everybody there starts mimicking like the sounds like his moaning sounds that he's making yeah and i saw the movie theaters i'm like my skin was crawling i was like what the fuck they all take on like and that's whenever they walk up there the feeling that the person is feeling yeah, That's... which is like a big theme of this movie, like shared trauma. Yeah, totally. Like, Very interesting. Sometimes you just need somebody to like feel with you. So I know I was like, this is, I said, <laughs> sorry. I was like, they tried to explain afterwards why it happened, but still, that's so traumatizing. What the fuck? Trigger warning, please. Like, definitely needing a trigger you warning. Will never, like, you will never be able to get that out of your head. Yeah, but at the same time, like, from their community standpoint and, like, that being, like, what they've known growing up, they don't see that as, like, we see it as violent because that's not the the norm for us. But if you've seen something, like, yeah, every year, like, every couple of months, because, I mean, think about how many people were in the village originally, you know, like, even if there were just, like, 100 people, like, there's one or two old people, like, dying a year, you know? Yeah. So they're, like, seeing that. No, for sure. Um, It's normal to them. and That's why it's hard for me to really put these people in like a villainous place because they're just – I don't know. Some of the stuff they did towards the end is a little out there. But like I can kind of like – I got her mindset here where she's like, listen, this is a beautiful thing. Like they've lived their life. They've given everything that they have to us and now they're like – they're ready they're, to pass on and go and live with the everyone else. That's the other yeah. side. Yeah, totally. Which I mean, it's kind of beautiful if you think about it, like in a Christianity way. Too, like it kind of all makes sense, but it's still just traumatizing to watch. Yeah, for sure. So then we get a little bitch ass move from Christian, who what? Oh, okay. Yeah, who fucking approaches? So so yeah. Go ahead. So Danny like. They, like, walk back from that, and everybody's like, what the fuck? Jane's like, I need to get away from this. And she, like, walks off, like, crying by herself. Yeah. And I'm like, that is, like, me, like, walking and crying. Oh, my God, <laughs> like, I, know, so right? I, <laughs> I love that. Like, <laughs> I like that meme of her, like, walking and crying. I've posted it to, like, so many things. That's <laughs> so funny. Um, but, yeah, on to what you were saying. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, Christian fucking approaches um, Josh and is like, hey – I just wanted to like let you know, man, that I think I'm going to do my thesis on this place. And Josh is <laughs> like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> He's like, you know, since before we even left to come here that I was planning on doing my thesis on this. Like, fuck you for acting stupid and playing dumb. You're stealing my idea. And he's like, oh, no, you're talking about, dude. I told you like another like classic christian like trying yeah to gaslight somebody yeah i can't take the fucking blame so he's just like no man fuck you and josh is like no man don't no fuck me you're a fucking skeevy like ass sneak like suck my dick so (laughs) that's happening so now christian wants to do a thesis on this because obviously it is very interesting you should have known that from the get-go you lazy fuck yeah yeah if he actually would have paid attention to have known this yeah but he didn't and like the fact that he like uh he tells him just tells him like we can either collaborate on this but i'm still doing this <sighs> like 
piece of shit. Ugh. Hate him. <laughs> Hate him. Kill him now. Yeah. <laughs> so they burned the bodies of the people that were sacrificed that died that day. Um, this is another interesting thing that is a re- reoccurring with Danny and Josh is so there's no actual real friendship between the two, but every night she asks him for sleeping pills, which yeah. is kind of like a metaphor for like for like drug abuse in a way. I've read like was it? I didn't see it like that. These people like um just being there for you to get like your fix, but they're not there for in any other sense of the word, not emotionally, not actually friends. Just there to like, yeah, like, like that's very... literally the only thing that he's willing to her. Yeah, he's like can't give her any like amount of empathy or sympathy, but like but he can he medicate can give her, a her. Pill. exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, okay, I get it now. Yeah, very interesting. Um, what else? Um, um this is the night that Danny has, has her nightmare. nightmare. Yeah. yeah, she has a nightmare. The Christian and his friends have like left her. This seems like a dream I would have. Like I feel like I've had a dream like this before, where you're like, what the fuck. Why are they leaving? Like all of my all of my fears are coming true. Um, mm-hmm. And she wakes up, and then so, so the next day they're like out in the field hanging, out. and where they had burnt like the older people's like bodies, like they put all of their ashes, like they scattered them over an ancestral tree. Yeah, ancestral ancestral t- tree where they like I guess like honor the dead. Yeah. Um... Which Mark pisses on. Yeah. Oh, before that, though, that night before, we see that redhead girl who kind of has been- Oh, we never even mentioned her before. So Pele's sister- Maya. Is Maya. like- Her name is Maya. She's 15. She's got, like, red hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just recently, um, I guess, kind of gone through, like- She's become old enough to like fuck basically. Yes, yeah, so she's allowed said. to have sex now. Because he calls it he calls it like a word, but the word means basically she's off to like be able to do what she wants. Yeah, exactly. Um and she's like kind of imprinting on uh Christian. Christian. So she like has like a love rune in her hand and she like goes and slips it under Christian's bed the night before uh yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, the night after the ceremony or whatever. So that happens. And then what were you about to say? So the next day, like, Mark pisses on, like, the ancestral tree, like, where they scatter the ashes. And, like, this dude, like, loses his shit at him. Like, yeah. breaks down, yeah. like, crying, sobbing. Like He's like, that's my ancestors. Like, that's where they put, like, all of the fucking ashes of every person who has died for this from the ceremony or i'm guessing just died in general um Uh and he pisses on it so that guy is like really mad at him (laughs) yeah and he's just like dude who gives a fuck like he's a tree who cares not a big deal and i'm like okay bro you're like gonna care in a little bit yeah you might care soon sooner than later um um so in another like area of like not the farm of the village like christian and josh are told that they can like collaborate on their thesis um which i guess christian had asked pele to ask like the elders if it was okay and pele walks back he's like yeah he said you guys can collaborate on it it's like josh did not want to fucking collaborate yeah, with him and 
it's just it's only because Christian came to him first, but he came to him with a stolen idea. Yeah. <sighs> but it's all yeah, for but Josh is in better fight with that and create even more drama, like when they've just gotten like the okay. Yeah, he just doesn't care. He's just gonna make a better and more thorough thesis, which I really truly believe he would do. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but they're like not allowed to talk about like the actual people and they're not allowed to talk about where the event is like held. Yeah. They can just like talk about it, I guess. Um so I guess later on or that at that same time you've got uh Connie. Yeah. And Connie and Simon are getting ready to go. They want to leave. They want out because of what just happened. It was really a lot for them to handle. So they want to just leave. Um yeah. Connie's like where Simon some guy like comes up and he's like he tells her he's like hey uh, no, Simon left with somebody else. Yeah, we took we took Simon to the train station, and they're going to come back and pick you up here in a little bit. And she's like, he would not leave without me. And he's like, there's only two seats in the truck, and we don't like to break traffic laws. So they're going to come back, and we're going to get you later. Uh, okay. I'm like, okay. Um, they say supper will be ready soon. Uh, Danny helps make these, like, meat tarts that they're going to have for supper, which are just, like, Meat pies. It reminds me of the the pies, the meat pies that they make on, in Sweeney Todd. <laughs> the Dean Mbabara Fleet Street. Like okay. Girl, right. calm down. <laughs> um, let's see. There's, oh, the redhead. You see the redhead making like a special meat tart. Um, let's see. Um, Christian, the, supper's ready and they're all sitting at the table and Danny leans over and is like, has anyone seen Connie? And Mark says a really interesting thing. She's like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Before they even sit down for dinner, you hear screams. Did you pick that, did you pick that up? Like, like Danny is cooking and she hears a scream and you see her head turn. And then um, Mark is in the field and he hears a scream and his head turns. And I'm guessing that's Connie. I did not hear that. Yeah, you hear screams. Okay. And then there's another part at the dinner table when um, Danny's like, hey, has anyone seen Connie? And Mark says, I saw her trying out for the sprinting Olympics earlier. So he saw her running. (gasps) Yeah. And like no no one wants to go like help Connie who is screaming and running from something. But okay. Um, I was like, oh, okay, whatever, dude. Um, you also, there was also another scene. There's also another scene where they sat down before they like sit down to like eat or whatever. And it's when Josh goes to uh, learn more about like their culture, like the rituals and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And he goes and he learns about like, so there's like this, this guy named Ruben who is like deformed, uh, who like, he was like the product of like incest. Yeah, so all of he's an oracle and we find out that there is generally no incest within the community, but every oracle is made from inbreeding because they need them to be not completely there. There. Because they yeah. need to be like clear-minded innocent maybe yeah, like know. an innocence or something i don't know i don't know josh has to take pictures though of like all of the drawings because that's what he does is like creates like that are like um how would you describe them <laughs> they're really just like abstract 
like paint like splotchy paintings that that are then interpreted by the elders into runes yeah by i'm assuming the 54 to 72 year olds yeah exactly yeah (laughs) um we learned like a little bit of backstory there and now we're on to like the feast part where they're talking about yeah where they're all sitting down and like enjoying a nice glass of lemonade <laughs> nice glass of lemonade um we notice uh, that except christian, for christian yeah, yeah. <laughs> christian seems to be having pink lemonade <laughs> yeah well, uh, did he not notice that did nobody notice no it? one like, fucking notices it I did not get that. But anyway, um, while they're, like, getting ready, they're about to eat these, like, meat pies that Danny was, like, making with the other women earlier. Mm-hmm. They uh, – Mark is, like, at the table and that guy is, like, staring him down, like, pissed off at him for pissing on his ancestors. Yeah, and it's this weird moment where he's like, dude, th- do you think that guy's going to kill me? And I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. He might. <laughs> um, he just might. <laughs> Danny is like, man, I can't believe that. Um, what was his name? What's Connie's boyfriend's name? Uh, I was gonna say Billy. What the fuck? Billy Loomis. Um, not Billy Loomis. Simon. 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 Um, I can't believe Simon left without Connie. Connie. And then she says, "That's something. It seems like something you would do." Has anyone seen Connie? I think Mark saw her earlier. I'm sure I saw her trying out for the sprinting Olympics earlier. What? Where? Sorry, but I can say what happened. Her boyfriend called the landline from the train station and calmed Connie down. She begged our pardon and I drove her to meet him. Okay. That's really. Why would Simon leave without her? I'm sure it was just a miscommunication. See you possibly doing that. The hell does that mean? And I'm like, yes, girl. <laughs> I'm like, yes, girl. And he's like, what the hell? That was such like, <laughs> I don't, like, where did that come from with I her? No, like, like it was like he got hit with something. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, like that's something that you would fucking do. And he he says, what the hell is that supposed to mean? And she's like, nothing. And I'm like, hey. So like, then okay, they, she's breaking out of her shell a little bit. Yeah, finally. And then um, they start eating. <clears throat> and right away, fucking, I want to know how many pubes are in this fucking meat pie. Because right away, his first bite, he had pubes He's in like, his <coughs> mouth. <laughs> yeah. It's a full-ass bush. <laughs> that is disgusting, dude. So, yes, of course. So the tapestry that we saw earlier is, like, being fulfilled, I guess. He is eating the pubes of the redhead, and he there's blood in his drink, and he is drinking it. It's period blood. <laughs> and he drinks it, and he eats it, and that part of the yeah. deal has been done. It has been started. The, ru- the ritual has been started. The ritual has been started. Um, but then, like, one of the women comes over to Mark. The woman that was, like, kind of, like, flirting with him earlier, she's like, come with me. And she, like, takes him. And that's the last we see of Mark. Um, 
Yeah, so it's the last we see of Mark. Um, until very shortly after, actually. So that night they go and they like go to sleep. They go lay down in the room. Um, we see that we see that Josh lays down with his tennis shoes on. So he's planning on being a little sneaky sneak. He gets up out of bed in the middle of the night and he sneaks into that room full of like all of their rune books, full of runes and like traditions and just like all of their ways like written, you know? Mm-hmm. And he starts taking fucking pictures of it with his flash on his phone. And here's another use of a mirror. There's a mirror in front of him and you see a figure walk in behind him in the mirror Oh, creepy. And he turns around and he thinks he he's he thinks it's Mark. And he's like, Mark, get the fuck in here. What are you doing? Like, we're not supposed to fucking be in here. Like, close the door. And then the the person like walks closer, and from behind Josh, he gets hit in the head with that fucking hammer. Yeah, his but like is, that person was naked. His head is gashed open. Okay, but did you notice what this person was? Was wearing nothing. He was wearing the skin of Mark. <gasps> what? You didn't notice that? No, I just thought it was like a naked person. What the fuck? No, because he he comes over, and I'm thinking that it was the Oracle because of how he acts. Maybe we watched two different versions. Maybe I watched the long version because um, there is a version that I don't know. But he walks over, and you see that he's wearing the skin of Mark. And he's like moaning, kind of like how Ruben would have been moaning. Yeah. Oh my god, I thought it was that other guy. Anyway, no, okay. Dude. Then. So Mark has been skinned, skin the fool. It has come true. Mm-hmm. And and oh, also for me as an asshole anyway. And, and also Josh has been killed. Yeah, so we're like already down like half of our characters. yeah. Start, stuff starts moving pretty quick at this point. Um. Yeah, at this point, it's like everything is like bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Um. So the next morning, they are like they wake up, they walk around the village, and Danny, Christian, and Pele like they get kind of confronted. Um, yeah. They're told that Ruben's book is has gone missing, and that Josh and Mark are both missing also, and something looks really suspicious about that. It's a very. And I'm like, yeah, it's a very good cover done. up for what they. Yeah. Have done honestly. It's very smart. <laughs> they yeah, like put the so blame they on them. Have been pretty much, yeah. Uh, um, so after that, uh, Denny joins. She meets up with like the other women in the village, and they begin doing this like competition together, like a dance together for the May Queen. Yeah, yeah. So they all like take mushroom tea once again. <laughs> yeah, they take another. They take some more drugs. Yeah. <laughs> And they start dancing, and the whole idea is whoever is the last one standing will be crowned the May Queen. It's all about stamina. You're, like, constantly moving in a circular motion, so I'm guessing you're getting dizzy. Um, Yeah. And she just – she's thrusted into it, and at first it seems like she's a little concerned, but it seems like she starts to have fun. And this is one of the only scenes that we see her smile. Smile, yeah. Um, Which is really nice that she's actually, like, maybe having an okay time. Um, Christian is told to go meet with like the high elder woman 
And yeah, the woman who kind of like explained their whole like culture earlier. Um, mm-hmm. And she asks him, "How do you feel about Maya?" And he's like, "How do I feel about her? How? Like, I don't know." And she's like, "You, <laughs> you have been. Um, hold on. Let's see what it says. You've been, you've been proved to mate. You've been approved to mate with her. You're her ideal astrological mate." And I'm like, "What? Like." Who told you that? And then that scene ends in the most funniest way. He's like, I think I ate one of her pubic hairs. And the (laughs) woman says, that sounds probably right. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds about right. (laughs) Um, They're still dancing. They're still dancing. Uh, Maya falls out of the competition. Yeah. Well, and Danny now, like, realizes she can speak Swedish. Yeah. but, But it's like am I speaking Swedish? And she's like, I don't know, but I can understand you. And they're just tripping balls. Um, yeah. They give Christian some mushroom tea. And he's like, I don't really know if I should trip right now. I don't know if it's a good idea. And he decides to drink it. Big mistake. So it gets to the end. So and Danny's now. Yeah. Danny's now the last one standing. Yeah. So it gets to the end. The last two girls fall and Danny is the last one standing. So she wins the May queen. She is the May Queen, like Pele said she was going to be. All of the f- all of the flowers that she's wearing are breathing. It looks so cool. Um, in the crowd that kind of like ru- rushes towards her to like crown her and stuff, you see her mom in the crowd for a second, which is really. She is. She is mom. Yeah, she's like mom. Um, Pele kisses her on the lips. Which yeah, I was he like, like does look very sensual. <laughs> Oh, she got some type of I'm love. seriously all for Pele and Danny in this, like, like being in love in this little community. Maybe in another universe. No, they're going to live. Like, she's going to be there. They're going to live, love each other. Um, we'll see. <laughs> finally. And then, oh, I, I thought this was very interesting. As they're all walking away and Danny is kind of being crowned and being fawned over, Christian is far off in the background by himself. And I was like, you know, finally Christian gets left behind, you know? Yeah. For once in his fucking life. And she's like, she's put up on a pedestal like for once, like like literally on a pedestal. Cause they're like holding her up, like on the, like, like while she's standing, like a wooden table thing. Yeah. She was like the queen there. So as she's like being um, walked across on this wooden plank in the woods behind her, you can notice her sister's face. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that shit was scary. <laughs> um, so they have a big feast. Um, Christian, she sits at the head of the table. Christian turns to one of the villagers and says, what's going on? And the villager fucking claps in Hits his him. face. <laughs> He like claps right in his face, and then everything's like wow, wow. And I'm like, damn, dude. He's like, why did you do yeah, that? Like, why did you do that? <laughs> and I'm like, good. Is, so I can put him in his place. He is tripping balls. He is miserable. I feel so bad for him, kind of honestly. Um, I don't. Everyone, <laughs> everyone says you're family now. Everyone's like loves Danny, and I just, I don't know. I'm so happy for her in this moment. Um. Maya starts walking away and then they put Danny in like a carriage. Yeah. And then I wrote, and Christian is taken to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) 
and Danny's like given this like beautiful like dress of like flowers. Yes, this beautiful dress and crown of flowers, which is being auctioned off on A24's website right now. Did you see that? I saw that Ariana Grande is trying to buy it. Oh my god, girl! I would if I had the money. I hope Ariana Grande gets it. She should like do a show in it. I would love that if she did like a music. Or she like wears it on the red carpet or something. (gasps) I would love that. So beautiful. Um, she rides in this beautiful carriage like Cinderella. Um, they bury. They go and do their own ritual, like off somewhere else. They bury, and I think it's to separate them because they don't want her to be around mm-hmm. for what's about to happen with Christian. Yeah. Um, they bury grain and raw meat in the ground, and they cover it with dirt. Um, they they give Christian like this weird like smoke to breathe in that's for vitality, and then he enters a room full of naked women, humming, and they're all and he like that's. Like creepy whenever he like the doors like open and like these women are back there like naked as I'll get pussy out, like, out and, titties out you know it's women of all shapes and sizes <laughs> yeah sizes ages like yeah all different types of pussies and titties <laughs> and they basically like force him well it's not really forcing well, he's him he's drugged but, like, though he starts he is drugged. He starts to have sex with Maya. Who's laying on like a bed of flowers and, in the middle of all of this. Yeah. And which is, uh, it was kind of beautiful like, to look at. But at the same time, it's just like, what the fuck is going on in front of me right now? Yeah. Um, um, but like, they, he like starts like fucking her and she, like the old women start like grabbing him and like pushing him, him inside of her. her. <laughs> shit was crazy like screaming i'm like what the fuck like there are these old ass women I'm like, okay and she's like finish finish uh, and he comes and immediately like stands up and runs the fuck away well no, no, no. what no, 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 no while he's like doing all of that business like while he's like in the middle of it like danny's like where's christian i just want to see christian like i need to talk to him really quick and like the one of the girls like you don't want to see him right now. Don't no 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 like trying to get her to go away from him. And Danny's like no no where is he? And so like she just has this feeling that he's like she just like has this feeling that he's like in this place. So she like goes over there to where he's at and she like looks through the keyhole and she sees him fucking her. <laughs> and then she freaks Maya. out. And she's like. And starts crying. And this kind of... She has like a full-on breakdown. This kind of bummed me out because with everything that's happening and all of the chaos, this kind of would be the least of my worries right now. I mean, I guess for like their... It's just jarring. No. For their type of relationship. It's just like, could you imagine? That is like the most horrible... No, just anybody in general. That's the most thing even if you have the worst relationship in the world watching your significant other like fuck another person in front of you while all these old people are like around True. him like <laughs> cheering him on that is horrifying you're right you're right you're right but like she like runs and she's like she all the other women like in the village like come behind her and like carry her into like where they all sleep at and she's just like hysterical. She's like sobbing, and they start like imitating her motions, like yeah, and her how they sounds. were earlier with the guy. Yeah, yeah. So like they're crying in the same fashion that she's crying, and she's like she doesn't understand it, but they're like they're doing it with her. She's like she's starting to feel okay. She's like okay, like this is I'm 
I'm okay. All's good. Like, and it's just like, there's something to that, like that shared trauma. Like you're not in this alone. Like you have somebody here, like yeah. right there with you, which is just like, it's comforting. And it is, it like soothes you and like makes you not, you know, spaz out yeah, like you exactly. were. So that's kind of a sweet moment. And then we move on to like the like end of, well, okay, no, this is when he runs out. He runs out. Yeah. Like after he like finishes or whatever, Mm -hmm. he like runs out. He's like, what the fuck? Oh, and did you notice when you see, you see his dick in this moment that it has blood on it? Oh, no, I did not. Yeah, it has blood on it because I'm pretty positive that was her first time. I know. No, I don't think so. uh, that's a too much. I thought they said that she like messed around earlier in the film, but maybe not. I don't know, but he, there's blood on his dick. I know that much. Ew! Um, oh my god, that's a little bit too much. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Christian like runs out. He's like trying to look for Danny. He know he knows that she likes to do that. Um. But while he like is like running around, he ends up finding josh who's like buried in the dirt he finds his foot at least in the dirt yeah at least his 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 leg has been like cut cut off and put placed in the dirt he's like what the fuck Um, what the fuck and but then he goes inside this other like area this other like little spot and he sees simon's like body yeah, like fucking filleted open, like into like a butterfly shape with like the lungs, yeah. the lungs on the outside of the body. Apparently, oh my god, that was so scary. Apparently, this is a real thing that used to happen, like in medieval times. Um, I saw it on Hannibal. Yeah, um, that show a couple of years ago. Yeah, I love that show. Oh, that was a good show. Yeah, that show fucking yeah. rules. But his lungs were still breathing. Ugh. Did you see that? Like, I think he was literally alive yeah. by like the skin of his teeth. Jesus, that is like, that is terrifying. I, I think about like, sitting there like that, like ugh, hate that. He turns around and they blow some type of weird smoke into his face that automatically like paralyzes him. Yeah, and I'm like, I would love um, to know what type of smoke you're holding in your hand that you can blow into his face, but not get any of it on you. Yeah, I'm very curious. As like, well. bitch, what the fuck? Like, how are you still standing and he is that paralyzed? So he's paralyzed um, as fuck. Uh, he wakes up, and the way that they wake him up is they literally have to open his eyes for him. Which is yeah, because so he's crazy. like totally just like dead to the world. <laughs> oh, um, she says, "You." She the girl wakes him up and is like, "You can't move and you can't speak." Okay, and she <laughs> she walks away, <laughs> and then uh. So now the May Queen must select the ninth and final offering. So we have we have the four people, Simon, 
uh, Connie. You have the two old. Josh. Yeah. Okay, so Simon, Connie, Josh, Mark. We have the two older people. So um, there needs to be. Yeah, there, there, there has to be two living volunteers and then somebody chosen by Danny. Yeah, so then we have two living volunteers that walk up and they volunteer. Then they choose one from like a, literally like a fucking like Powerball like rolling device <laughs> that has their names written yeah, on them. Yeah, it's like kind of like I don't know if you've like re- if you've read the short story The Lottery, um, but it kind of had that like same feel. Okay, yeah, no, I've heard about that. It's like a very famous, yeah, it's a very famous like short story. Um. This random guy is picked from the crowd, and now it is Danny's job to pick if either this random guy from the village is going to be the ninth sacrifice or if Christian's going to be the ninth sacrifice. And we don't get to see her make her decision, but we do cut directly into a shot of them skinning a bear, which we didn't mention, but at the... I've been kind of like hanging out in the village. Yeah, like there's one point where they pass it and someone's like, are we just not going to mention the bear? And he's like, it's a bear. <laughs> and that's like... The, it's like, what else do you want us to say? Yeah, what else do you want us to say about it? It's a bear. So this bear has now been killed and is being filleted open. And Christian is being sewn into it. Um. So from the beginning, whenever um she's sitting or she's laying in bed, and there's that picture of her, the the blonde girl with the crown the and the bear. Yeah, this is like where that plays in. Um, and they're all placed inside of that temple that no one is supposed to go in. That beautiful yellow temple. Yeah, there was like a golden like teepee in the back. Yeah, and like no one was allowed to go in there. Um. They're all placed in there, and we finally get to see the bodies of all the different characters that have died. We see Connie being like wheelbarrowed. Well, we see all of them, all their bodies being wheelbarrowed to the the, the final resting the spot. final resting spot, and then it's lit on fire. And everyone, there's yeah. there's three people that are still alive in there that burned to death. Yeah, Pele's brothers in there. Pele's right. Bro- I mean, I, I don't know if it's actually like a blood brother or if it's just the fact that they call him. Well, the guy that he said was his brother. Yeah, yeah he's one of the sacrifices. And then like Mark. the older guy who was mad at Mark for peeing on the tree was also one of them, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like Yuli or whatever his name was. And then Christian. And they all burned to death. Yeah, and, the GP is like set on fire. Yeah. Christian can't move, he can't speak, and he's just like watching around him, like as everything slowly catches on fire. Yeah, and then fucking Ingmar's like screaming, and then everyone outside starts screaming with them. Ugh! All the villagers like start like mimicking, and yeah, and then we get this Danny, final. Like yeah. watches all this. She sees it, and you and you think that she's like upset, but she ends up smiling at the very end. And that's how the yeah, movie is. She like has this very, this very like soft, like everything's okay. Yeah, I mean, she's found her new family. <laughs> kind of, yeah, and everything is good. Which that's like it, and that's more. <laughs> she's, I mean, I assume she's going to be there for the rest of her life. Well, she's the May Queen, duh. She ain't going anywhere. She ain't going nowhere, bits. She ain't going nowhere. Cool. So, what what um, did you think about it? But yeah, dude, that was Midsummer. I love that movie. Are you there? Yeah, what'd you say? Okay, what what did you think about it overall? 
I fucking loved it. <laughs> it like, oh my god, it was so good. I know. It's like a favorite of mine and I think I like it more and more every time I watch it. Yeah, you just I don't know. You get a little bit more each time that you watch it. Um and just Florence is so good I in know. like everything that she does. Florence is amazing. God, I can't God. wait to see her in that new movie that she just was casted in with fucking Shia LaBeouf and who else was it? Uh some other like I will like watch anything that she does. Yeah, me too. As long as it doesn't have like Megan Trainer. Do you say Megan Trainer? Yes, as long as it doesn't have Megan Trainer in it. Do you hate Megan Trainer? She's like not my favorite. I'll say that. <laughs> well, cool. Um, should we go over some trivia? There's actually not too much. Um, yeah. or is there anything else you I'm want like to talk about before right we? No. Um, I mean, you kind of like loved Pele, but like I thought that he was kind of like the harbinger of like doom. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about that for a second. I don't know because he like I get that he like was there like for her but he killed people. I don't know. Like in the same way like they were asshole people. They were kind of like shitty people, but they were still people. They still don't, they don't, deserve, they don't to, like, deserve to die. Yeah. And so like just him like deciding like who who should die and who shouldn't die, like who is he to play God? But at the same time like they were kind of assholes. So, yeah, I don't care. I, I, I love that Danny got what she got out of it. I know it's not right to be like, fuck them. They should die because they're assholes, which obviously is not a good enough reason to die. But in the overall picture, I do end on a happy note for Danny. Yeah, and that's that is kind of funny how like it's like such a like traumatizing movie, but like it ends on a happy note for her for some because she has lost her family. She, but she gained a new she one. She gained this new one that seems to like really accept her, and yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of love it, but also it's weird because now it's like you're not going to live past seventy two. Yeah, that's, that'd be an interesting thought to like you know you know when you're going to die. But, but at the same time, it's like maybe you know you feel like you've done what you have to do. And, you know, like they see it as something beautiful. Yeah. Um, me, not so much. I just, I was reading the trivia just now. Uh-huh. Photograph pictures of the holy book. He thinks he sees Mark, Mark sitting in the doorway. It, it is the guy who screamed at Mark for urinating on the tree wearing Mark's skin. It's confirmed by the screenplays. It was him wearing it? Yeah. Yeah, that's why he's so... He's like, I th- you think that guy's gonna kill me? I'm pretty sure that guy did kill him. <laughs> it was him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then also it says Simon's fate is based on a Viking ritualized execution method called the Blood Eagle, in yes. which victims are placed in a prone position, their ribs severed from the spine with a sharp tool, and their lungs pulled through the opening to create a pair of wings. The victim would supposedly be alive and conscious of the process and not die until sometime after, likely from blood loss. Fuck. Yeah. What a horrible thing, man. I was just listening to a podcast the other day about medieval like um torture devices and it's just so depressing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, skin the fool. They skin the fool. Yeah, exactly. They skin him. Yeah. And then they put a jester hat on him. Before they burn him, he's wearing a jester hat. Oh, okay. Remember that? Yeah. Um 
Um, William Jackson Harper is the only American actor in the film. Everyone else is Irish, English, or Swedish, or Hungarian. Hungarian. (laughs) Hungarian? I don't know what to say. Oh my god, Connie's corpse being wheeled in a barrow into the shrine with all the others appears to be wet and bloated. This insinuates that the nearby lake after they killed Simon. This is further confirmed in the director's cut where a boy is almost sacrificed by drowning in the lake by the villagers while wearing a sacrificial robe, the same robe that Connie was wearing. Whoa. Dude, I need to watch that version. I need to, yeah, me too, because I'm curious now. Yeah, I really need to. I think if you buy the Blu-ray, you can see that version. Oh, this is actually kind of interesting. It says, despite being the main characters, with the exception of cries and screams, neither Danny nor Christian speak in the last 25 minutes. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, there's not much more here. Do you have anything else? The theatrical release of the movie doesn't even single kiss between Danny and Christian. Oh my god. Like, think about that. That's kind of crazy. Ugh. That's so miserable. Danny's surname is Ardor, which is a noun meaning a zealous or excited transitory state. (laughs) Cool. Hmm. Interesting. So I guess, yeah. She goes through a transformation throughout that. Cool. Cool. Wow. That was Midsommar. That was that it. was fucking it, and I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, Movie. I do recommend it, it. I loved it. You loved it. It's on Amazon Prime if you want to watch it right now. There's a bunch of shit on Prime right yes. now. There's a bunch of stuff streaming everywhere right now. So, like, yeah. Um, do you want to plug our social meds before we skedaddle? Because this ha- is – We might want to. This is a long episode. It was. This movie's just so long. Sorry, guys. Um <laughs> Yeah, definitely, you know, check us out on our Instagram at Movie Date Podcast. We have got our Twitter at The Movie Date Pod, um, our Facebook. As always, you can search Movie Date Podcast. Um, we've got our email address, moviedatepod at yahoo.com or moviedatepodcast at yahoo.com. You know, hit us up, you know, send us an email or two. Yes, yes. Um, anything else you want to add? I don't think so. I think that was it. All right. Well, cool. cool. Well, we will see you guys next week. Um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. I have been, this has been yeah. Movie Date Podcast. I have been Stacy. And I also was David. <laughs> Bye. Bye. next movie day podcast a working class waitress's life is turned upside down when she meets the seemingly perfect man be sure to join us tuesday may 5th as we cover 2002's enough